The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Here they come! What the hell are you two doing? The revolution with Jim and Trav is what America is screaming for. Ah! Oh yeah! You are a part of it. One's as bad as the other. Rev it up, baby! You are the reason the outdoors is rising. Go! It's go time! And together, we're taking it mainstream. I don't believe you're seriously considering listening to these men. Welcome to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Here they are. Spring hunting pursuits (laughs) with Cat Daddy. He smells like shad guts. Plus Nick Mud, Nick Ventura, and Tom Petrie. Who the heck are they? Must be real losers if they agreed to come on our show. They suck! Hey, this is Nick Mud from Bone Collector, and you're listening to Jim and Trav on The Revolution. So what are we like from the official start of spring? How many days away? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Not <laughs> yet. Someone give me an answer! <laughs> Holy cow, Bonnie doesn't know how far we... We're a couple weeks Isn't away. Isn't it the 21st? 21st? Yeah. 22nd, 23rd. something like that? Someone so a couple weeks away. look that up and email us and tell yep. us. All right, so we are talking spring hunting pursuits on today's show. This is going to be a great show. Yeah, we got the Knicks on. Yeah, we got the Knicks on. That is Mr. Nick Munt. He is the co-host, uh, Michael Waddell's Bone Collector, on Outdoor Channel, Sundays, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Plus, you can watch him on our Real Tree Road Trips and Booger Bottom USA. Then following him is going to be Nick Ventura and Tom Petrie there, the host of... Becoming One. We're going to become three. on. Uh, anyways, watch Become <laughs> One on Sportsman Channel, and that is Mondays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And then we're going to wrap things up with Cat Daddy from Cat Daddy's Catfishing Adventures, talking about a little uh, shad thaw and uh, some uh, spring catfishing bites. Uh, Mrs. Bunny, what are you going to talk about? Uh, spring hunting for hogs, but more specifically, nighttime hunting. All right, this is Mrs. Bunny, and she's brought to you by Horizon Firearms. And Bacon Bits. Mrs. Bunny is the cat's pajamas. Wait, what? Duh. We're doing spring hunting pursuits this week. Brought to you by Horizon Firearms, the official rifle of the revolution with Jim and Trav. Yeah! See them online today at horizonfirearms.com. Okay, I think you can talk to about anybody and they'll tell you that there's anytime's a great time to hunt hogs, but your chances really increase nighttime. at nighttime. So what do you need for a nighttime hog hunt? Okay, so number one, a good rifle. AR platforms typically are really popular in the world of nighttime hunting for hogs for a couple of reasons. The rails, because of the easy mounting of thermal equipment and lights, uh, plus large capacity magazines, anywhere from 15 to 30 rounds that allow you to get a lot of shots off quickly on a group of hogs. Um, in your case, um, your rifle of choice would be a Horizon Firearm 6.5 Creedmoor. They make custom rifles. You could get your custom hog gun about any way you want it. They may not be able to pimp out 30 rounds as quickly, but you know with 0.5 MOA, it's accurate and you'll be able to knock down whatever you're aiming at at good distances too. So having a good rifle is number one. You know, it's like coyote hunting. We have much better... 
uh, success hunting at night. Yeah, they can't see you, but you can see them. That's right. Bingo. Okay, number two, uh, lights. So either you're going to be hunting with lights or you're going to be hunting with thermal equipment. In this case, we're talking lights. Red, white, green, what color do you choose? Uh, green tends to be the overwhelming favorite among hog hunters. I mean, there's not a right or wrong here, but green tends to be the favorite. Um, for tactical flashlights and other lights, green lighting provides a good balance of light intensity and brightness. The brightness is crucial because if your light's too bright, you risk spooking your animal. If the light isn't bright enough, you risk being unable to properly identify the animal. And the green light is able to strike this balance. It's slightly brighter than a red light, which makes it easy for identifying animals from a longer distance, but it's less intense than a white light that is more likely to spook your animal. So you have to do some reconnaissance, I guess, on what color light is going to be best for you. There's also a lot that goes into choosing light color as far as what frequency it emits, which is essentially what I'm talking about. The frequency falls on the electromagnetic spectrum and determines how easy it is for hunters to see the light and how easy it is for animals to do the same. So the way that our eyes register against the way animals register. So go out and check your lights and see which one you want to hunt with. I have to say, excuse me, I have a frog in my throat, Jimby. Um, You know, we have the lights where you can go from like green and red and just your, your white light. Yeah. I have a hard time seeing in colored light. I, I, don't. I don't know if it's the way I my perception of color because I'm like I don't see things. My daughter's like, of, "In this pretty purple, I'm like it's yeah. brown." Um, <laughs> well, you have a, I like white light. You have a Dewalt flashlight, uh, yeah. like a workspace light, and it also has a red mode. I really I don't like red. It hurts my eyes. Well, but the Plus thing it freaks me out a little yeah. bit. I feel like there's <laughs> demons everywhere. Uh, like, Get her with a purple light. I, I find Jesus every coyote hunt. <laughs> <laughs> The truth is that the human eye is more receptive to green light than it is red. Um, and so you can actually see a little further with green than you can red in, in general. Green lights are also better for contrast at night, which makes them ideal for dark colored animals like hogs. Mm. And because a hog's visual spectrum is different, green lights generally are less noticeable than white or red lights for them. So anyways, it's not a, an end all be all rule here. You have to figure out what you like, but green in general works really well. Okay. okay. Thermal equipment. This can be kind of a game changer in your hog hunting success, but it can be pricey because thermal options are more expensive but you get what you pay for and so these thermal units are going to cost you depending on what kind of capabilities you have you're going to have to be willing to spend a little money if this is how you want to do it um, obviously thermal units take and read the body temperature of what you're viewing and showcase those thermal readings through a viewfinder and that allows you to pick out hogs from long distances in the darkness there are two different styles of thermal imagery devices that are common um, you either have your monocular which is just a handheld unit right uh, you can scan the landscape and pick out hogs that way or you're going to have an actual thermal scope mounted to your actual rifle and those can work anywhere from like an entry level one up to 200 yards or out to a thousand yards it depends on how serious you are about your hog hunting and how much coin you want to drop on those i like that little lto quest from loophole it, basically it looks like one of those old nokia yeah uh, cell phones it has kind a, of a square yeah. it's, it fits in the palm of your hand it has a nice big screen though so you can you actually can change the colors on the screen to yeah. best so you can best identify them or whatever yeah no it works. there's a lot of different things out there obviously a lot of different price points as well. Um, a lot of those price points are based on how far out that unit works. So anywhere between you know, like two and a thousand yards, it's going to be a different price. So um, next thing, dark clothing. Just because you're hunting in the dark doesn't mean you can wear whatever you want. And especially when you're hunting pressured or educated hogs, you kind of want to have every advantage possible. Also, if you're not hunting inside a blind, um, having dark clothing on um, is not probably something that a lot of people think about, but it is important. Okay. Lastly, a plan. Um, you need to have a thought out 
well thought out plan for hunting pigs at night because they're smart. Uh, people don't give them enough credit. They may be ugly, but they're not stupid. So um, it's like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that, the, the bad thing is, I'm actually stupid too. <laughs> but you're not ugly. People think, God, he's that ugly. He has to be smart. No, <laughs> no. I love you, baby. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, so you need to have a plan. Just because it is dark, you can't throw caution to the wind and uh, forget things like their nose um, and their ears and things like that. You need to have a well-laid-out plan. Be careful not to spook them. Um, know what you're doing before you go in, and uh, if you have a plan, your chances of harvesting pigs at a greater capacity are, are increased dramatically. All right, real quick, top, let's say, six states for hunting hogs. What are they? Uh, Texas. Florida, oh, yeah. any any of your southern states, really. Uh, North Carolina, Arkansas, Florida, Georgia, Louisiana, Alabama, Texas. Oklahoma. Um, Don't Oklahoma, forget the yeah. Sooner State. Yeah, What's Oklahoma. your problem? If you're going to do anything, I think if you could only hunt one state, it's probably going to be Texas. Oh, yeah. Um, but beyond that, you have a, a slew of states down there with a ton of opportunities. So. Great hunting, great barbecue, wonderful people. That's right. Uh, there in Texas. Mrs. Bunny, is that it? That's it, guys. All right. Well, this has been brought to you by Horizon Firearms, the official rifle of the revolution with Jim and Trav. See them online today at horizonfirearms.com. Jimbo, who we got coming up next? Hey, coming up next is going to be Nick Bunt with uh, Bone Collect. Yeah, Michael Waddell's Bone Collector on Outdoor Channel. Sundays, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time. He's going to stick around for a doubleheader. Two-parter. Going to be talking a little bear hunting. You can also check him out on a Booker Bottom USA and also Real Tree Road Trips. And those air as well on Outdoor Channel. Mrs. Bunny, thank you for stopping by. You betcha, boys. Talk to you later. Hey, we got Nick Bunt right after this. Stick around. Log on to JimandTrav.com right now for all things revolution and stick around. The boys will be right back. This is truly remote wilderness. 30 days in the wild. We're going completely off-grid. Limited supplies and no backup. It could take days for somebody to actually get to us. The ultimate test of survival. Mother Nature is doing her damnedest to pound us into submission. Find catch, hunt, and try to stay alive. Dropped. Land of the Living Skies. Mondays at 7.30 on Outdoor Channel. Deer Stopper. Bull Bumper. Donkey Knocker. Elk Crusher. Brush Guard. Cow Pusher. No matter what you call it, make sure it's a Ranch Hand Legend Grill Guard. The leader for over 30 years in front-end protection for trucks and SUVs. Visit RanchHand.com to see which Ranch Hand Grill Guards, Bumpers, and Running Steps fit your Ford, Ram, Chevy, GMC, or Toyota. Ranch Hand. Built in America. Built by our hands. Built to take a hit. The Revolution with Chuman Travis on the air. We're talking spring hunting pursuits. Now let's kick off a two-parter with Nick Mund, co-host of Michael Waddell's Bone Collector on Outdoor Channel. Sundays, 10.30 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. This is part one. Hey, we are back. We're talking spring hunting pursuits on this week's show. Before the break, we had Miss Bunny, and she gave us some great tips on springtime hog hunting. That's right. She's my little Miss Piggy. Uh, Mrs. <laughs> Bunny, right now, being joined by Mr. Nick Munt. He is Love the, the curly tail. <laughs> She's got a curly tail, and she oinks. 
Uh, Nick Vaughn, the co-host, Michael Waddell's Bone Collector, on Outdoor Channel, Sundays, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You can watch the first 10 seasons and all of the episodes of The Brotherhood uh, there with the My Outdoor TV app. That's but right. He's also on uh, Booger Bottom USA and Real Tree Road Trips. Now, I got to tell you, I miss the Fu Manchu, man. When you look like a crazy trucker that Buford T. Justice would be chasing, <laughs> you have got to bring back the Fu Manchu, dude. Oh, I was thinking about bringing it back here for the spring, but I got the... I got a wedding to go to next week, and I figured I'd go clean shave a bit. But we're gonna, you know, it's gonna be making an appearance here in nineteen. I guarantee you. Well, if you if you had the Fu Man, then you'd probably steal the bride anyhow. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't like to get too sexy at these weddings. You know, I don't make jealous. That, that's his biggest plight in life is being too sexy. <laughs> All right, so everyone knows you're you're a very prolific hunter. We we want to talk about bear hunting with you. You've taken uh, some tremendous bear over the years, and just this past week, and I was actually on my outdoor TV. Uh, with Jimbo watching, uh, you know, previous seasons of Mike Waddell's Bone Collector. And I think it was like in season five, you guys went up to Saskatchewan, like Otter Creek Outfitters, and you hunted hard for 10 days, ended up taking a, a tremendous black bear. But a lot of people think that spring bear hunting is easy. You go out there, you sit over bait, you know, it's like 99% success rate if you could shoot good. But that's not always yeah. the case, is it? Well, you know, if you want to just go and shoot a bear then yeah, it pretty much is the case. I mean, if you want to just go and just get a bear and, you know, have a successful hunt and go on a trip and be successful, it's one of the hunts that you can put your money on and you pretty much know you're going to come home with something. But if you want to shoot a big bear, you know, big bears are pretty tough to kill. They're very smart. They're reclusive. You know, they kind of hang on their own. And so to shoot a big bear is probably one of the toughest things there, you know, trophy type animals probably one of the toughest things there is to shoot because, you know, let's face it, when you go and hunt places like Saskatchewan, Alberta, you know, even British Columbia, you know, Canadian provinces, you can't really glass and find bears and go after them. you got to just kind of sit and wait for them to come to you. So it's kind of all on their terms. And when they make a mistake, that's what happens. But, you know, so you just don't have the opportunity. Like sometimes when you hunt out west, you know, you go bear hunting, you can sit on a knob and you can glass. And if you see a big bear, you can put a sneak on him and get him. But up there in that timber and, you know, those thick forests, it's kind of up to them if they want to show up. And that's what makes it really tough. And to shoot a big trophy quality bear is a pretty tough deal. And um, up there at Otter Creek Outfitters where we hunt in Saskatchewan, Ron is always, he's just kind of never really hunted his bears hard. He's only hunted them once every two or three years and then has a, has a camp and he, he uh, targets these really old mature boars. And so that's kind of what he's done at his place. He's let these bears grow up and let them, kind of live in there so they're not super afraid of people they don't get a ton of pressure and uh, it's just a really good place if you want to go kill a big bear because he just doesn't hunt them very hard you know that's that's the beauty of it all yeah now the thing is uh, as you know with uh, those big boars uh, they become nocturnal and of course they don't care what's out there in the woods they are the biggest thing in the woods and so therefore they can yeah. come into the bait you know your your hunting time you may get out there at three in the afternoon and you get out of there at 10 10 30 at night which is after dark but yep. by the time that these guys show up, it's almost past shooting time. Yeah, that's typically the case. You know, they kind of come in there at very last light, and they come in real cautiously. So you got to be careful. You know, and the people that have been baiting, they're a little bit used to human scent, so they're a little bit used to the smell of a human. But a new human might put out some new scent that might make them, you know, spooky. But uh, you know, it's a it's an exciting hunt. Anytime you got a bear coming in, you 
uh, you first just see, you know, blacks looking through the woods, so your heart gets to beating because you think it might be the big guy. And then, you know, on top of all this, it's tough to judge. So if you got a bear that comes in, you know, you want to, you want to kind of regulate how big he is by, by the barrel you're, you're hunting over. And typically, if you've got a bear that between, you know, each barrel has three sections to it. So if you got a bear that's second ring or a little, a little higher, you know, on his back, that's a pretty decent bear. But when you've got a bear that comes to the top of the barrel, that's a, that's a definite shooter. So, you know, being able to judge bears is, is a pretty tough thing for people who've never hunted them. And so, you know, you can get up there and make a mistake on how big the bear is that you're shooting. But, uh, you know, you just got to talk with your guy, do some research before you go and kind of get an idea of what an older bear looks like and what a younger bear looks like. And that'll help you be a little bit more successful on a little bit bigger bear. Yeah, Mr. Nick Munt, he is the co-host, Mike Waddell's Bone Collector on Outdoor Channel Sundays, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time, and I highly recommend everyone going back and watching previous seasons and episodes uh, with the My Outdoor TV app. Now, you have taken bear with just about everything. I think in 2010 or so, it's like I'm stalking you, uh, you, you took your first bear with a crossbow, and I think you took two in one day. But when it comes to big game calibers for these massive boars, what does Nick Munt always gravitate towards? You know, I use the 300 Win Mag or 300 Ultra Mag for almost everything I do, from antelope all the way up to moose. I mean, it's just, to me, it's the best all-around caliber. Uh, the 300 Win Mag is a flat-shooting gun from 50 yards to 400 um, you know, out to 300, you just put it right on them and you're going to, you're going to make a good shot. Um, the 300 ultra mag, uh, reaches out there a little bit farther. Um, it's got, a, you know, packs a lot of punch and typically everything with, that I shoot with it. I like to shoot things right in the shoulder. So it just drops them in their tracks. And, uh, to me, those are my two favorite calibers when it comes to big game all the way across the board. But, you know, really, if you're shooting a 270 or 30-06, you know, those are great calibers too. Uh, good flat shooting rifles up to 250, 300 yards and pack a good punch. Um, but I think shot placement is, you know, your best adversary. You definitely want to make a good shot because you don't want to track a wounded bear into the woods. And, you know, anywhere in that lung region um, is a great place to put it. And and I think, too, with bears, a lot of people with whitetails, you kind of try to hug that shoulder tight um, and get it in there as tight as you can in the shoulder. But I think with a bear, you can go back into the ribs a little bit more Sometimes they're big and furry, and if they got that leg back, you know, that scapula can kind of cover some vitals. But, but with a bear's lungs, they, they sit back a little bit further, and so you can you can hit them in the ribs. You don't have to hug that, that shoulder quite as nice with your bow, so that makes for a nice target, too. You bet. Hey, Nick, can you stick around? we got a whole lot more to ask you about. Absolutely. All right. Hey, we're talking with Nick Munt. He's the co-host of Michael Waddell's Bone Collector Outdoor Channel Sundays at 1030 Eastern Time. That's right. And go back and watch up previous seasons and episodes with my Outdoor TV app. This has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Now, Mr. Nick, to learn more about you, find you online, uh, follow you on all of your uh, social channels, man, where do we have to go to do that, buddy? Well, you can find me at uh, Nick Munt on Instagram and Twitter, and then I have a Nick Munt page on Facebook that you can follow. You know, you can always uh, pick us up, too, on, on Official Bone Collector on Instagram and uh, all of our social media platforms. So we've, we've got a lot of stuff out there to look at. You bet. Hey, that was Nick Mudd, and he's coming up again right after this. Don't go anywhere. So we're probably not adding to your IQ, but you already know that we're the number one outdoor radio show, so it probably doesn't matter. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Don't move. The boys will be right back. 
It's the start of a brand new series with the Wiley X Summit Cup. That's what I'm talking about. You can't do anything if you don't execute 100% in this thing. Get in the boat. Because every fish counts. It's going to come down to the end like it usually does. Oh, when this line's in, you better catch them. General Tires Major League Fishing, Saturday at 2 p.m. After the action, go inside the game with Major League Fishing's All Angles, presented by Gene LaRue. Sticky Holsters is an American company that specializes in developing and producing concealment holsters and other everyday carry products. All of our products are made right here in the USA and come with a lifetime craftsmanship warranty. Our holsters are designed for inside the waistband or pocket carry. There are no bulky, uncomfortable clips, hooks, or straps. They use our proprietary sticky material to securely hold in place. Carry confidently in comfort. Sticky Holsters, the brand that fits your lifestyle. Welcome back to the revolution with Jim and Trav and spring hunting pursuits. Now let's get back to Nick Mund, co-host of Michael Waddell's Bone Collector, Sundays 10.30 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at YamahaOutdoors.com. Here's part two. Hey, we're back. We're talking spring hunting pursuits on this week's show. Before the break, we had Nick Munn on with part one, and he's a co-host of Michael Waddell's Bone Collector on Outdoor Channel Sundays at 1030. This man is handsome. You got to watch him. All right, so, you know, we, we've watched you for years, uh, Mr. Nick, and you go on these incredible hunts with some of the most amazing guides and outfitters, but now you're actually offering up the opportunity to book hunts for your fans and give them the same opportunities that you have had. Is that correct? That's right. Yep, that's right. I have just a whole bunch of great outfitters that I've hunted with over the years that I'm booking hunts for and sending clients to. And, you know, basically we have everything from prairie dogs to grizzly bears. Even even for this fall coming up, we still have a lot of openings left for antelope. You know, there's a lot of guys out there that want to go on a, on a guided hunt that they've never left their home state and been somewhere. And we have a lot of reasonably priced hunts for the average guy. So don't ever feel like, you know, you can't go and do some of these things because, Saving for just a little bit, I mean, like I've got hunts in Colorado and Wyoming for antelope that are fairly reasonably priced, you know, $2,500 to $3,000. Oh, wow. And we're talking about trophy-quality animals, you know. And so if a guy's looking for any type of hunts, whether it's uh, rifle or archery elk, we've got stuff in Colorado and Wyoming. Um, you know, we've got backcountry hunts in the wilderness where you, where you check in on horseback. Tags are guaranteed. Success rates are high. Um, we just have all kinds of stuff, whether you want a whitetail hunt in Kansas or Texas or Illinois or Iowa or South Dakota. We've just got everything across the board. So you, anytime somebody wants to find a good hunt to go on, if you have questions, you can email me. It's nick at com, and we can help get you set up. We just, you know, over the years, we've just met so many great outfitters and had so much success that I want to pass this on to people that are really looking to go on a good hunt. So just get a hold of me at my website, uh, my email, nick at com again, and we can get you lined out. It's uh, it's really easy to do, reasonably priced, and a lot of these places tags are easy to get. So yeah, Mr. Nick Munt, co-host Michael Waddell's Bone Collector on Outdoor Channel Sundays, ten thirty p.m. Eastern Time. Now, before you became infamous and mentored Michael Waddell, yes. and revolutionized the hunting industry and bought the Outdoor Channel, <laughs> you actually started out as a guide, didn't you? That's right. Yeah, I was a guide in Wyoming. Started with Seven J Outfitters there and. You know, they had only been in business for a couple of years and we built a really, really good relationship with uh, uh, the Realtree team and they wanted to come and do a show with us. And so they came and um, I met David Blanton and was guiding him actually. And that first day I sat him down and uh, showed him a bunch of my footage that I had filmed over the years. 
and uh, he asked me if I'd come to work for him as a cameraman. And so I worked for 7J for another year, and then I went to work for Realtree, and I worked for Realtree for about nine years. And then uh, after that is when we decided to start Bone Collector and kind of get out on our own. And, of course, we had the, the full blessings of, of everybody at Realtree, Bill and David and Spence. And then we started, uh, you know, Michael was the host of Realtree Road Trips on his own, but after we got Bone Collector going, um, and Michael had a bunch of kids, you know, he wanted to kind of cut back a little bit. So then all three of us became the host of Realtree Road Trips as well. And so it's just been a, it's been a great ride, man. We've just had so much fun, met so many great people over the years. And, um, you know, our fan base is just one of the best there is good blue collar people that work hard and, you know, spend their money on hunting. And, uh, it's just been a blessing. And, and, you know, now we've got this new show, uh, called Booger Bottom USA. It's all about Michael and his family down there in Booger Bottom, Georgia. And uh, so you can check that out if you've never seen it. It's called Booger Bottom USA. And it's a, it's a slapstick show. It's funny. So it's really good, too. Yeah. Now, we started this off talking about bear hunting. And, of course, everybody knows that you get north of Minnesota. I mean, there's bear wall-to-wall up there. Of all the provinces of Canada, which do you think is the best for uh, black bear as well as uh, inland grizzly? Obviously... The middle states, Saskatchewan, Alberta, you know, even into uh, Manitoba, even into British Columbia. Um, I've done some moose hunting in Manitoba. I, w- I was there. I've, I've bear hunted twice in Manitoba, and we were successful. But to me, Saskatchewan and Alberta hold a lot of bears. There's big bears. When you get over into British Columbia, you know, you've got the coastal type uh, black bears that get real big. Some of them eat salmon, so they get bigger. Um, but any one of those states would be great. And just getting there and seeing the, the lay of the land and being over a bait where you know you're going to see a lot of bears is just, I mean, it's one of my favorite hunts to do. I just love bear hunting. Yeah. Now, if you had to pick either here in the lower 48 or up in uh, Alaska or Canada, if it, money wasn't an option and neither was time, where would you want to pursue bear? If it was just strictly for fun, recreational, seeing the sights and, and the amazing adventure, where would you go for your trip of a lifetime bear hunt? Well, right now we're doing this hunt again at uh, in, in Saskatchewan, and it's a phenomenal hunt. So that's probably where I'd go because I know I kind of know how this area is. It's got a ton of bears that haven't been hunted very heavily. Uh, there's a lot of big mature boars. And so I would say Saskatchewan right now would be my pick because it's just a phenomenal place. You see tons of bears and there are some really, really big bears that live there. So I think I'd say Saskatchewan right now. You bet. Hey, we have a talk with Nick Munn. He's a co-host of Michael Waddell's Bone Collector on Outdoor Channel Sundays at 1030 Eastern Time. Yeah, make sure you watch Bone Collector. Also, Book of Bottom USA and Realtree Road Trips all found uh, on Outdoor Channel. You can also pick them up with the My Outdoor TV app. But this has been brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Hop online, check them out, YamahaOutdoors.com. Now, again, Mr. Nick, to learn about uh, your booking agency, to follow you online, social media, all that good stuff, where do we have to go to find it, buddy? Well, you can uh, find me, Nick, at NickMunt.com is my email. Or you can find me at NickMunt on Instagram and Twitter. And it's Nick Munt on Facebook as well. So any one of those is a great place to reach me. You can always direct message me there. Like I said, send me an email. If you have any questions, we can get them answered for you. All right, coming up next is Nick Ventura, Tom Petrie. Become one on Sportsman Channel Mondays, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Mr. Nick, though, man, you were so awesome. God bless you, and thanks for coming on, buddy. Okay, thanks, man. Anytime. 
Let's Become One. Nick Ventura and Tom Petrie, hosts of Become One on Sportsman Channel, Mondays at 9 p.m. Eastern, will take over the revolution when we return from the break. Hey, I'm Nick Ventura. And I'm Tom Petrie. We're the hosts of Become One TV on the Sportsman Channel, Monday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And you're listening to Jim and Trav on The Revolution. The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Get close to the boys on all social media platforms and at JimandTrav.com. Just try not to get too close. They do have poor hygiene. Stay tuned. The Revolution will continue after these short messages. This is truly remote wilderness. 30 days in the wild. We're going completely off-grid. Limited supplies and no backup. It could take days for somebody to actually get to us. The ultimate test of survival. Mother Nature is doing her damnedest to pound us into submission. Find, catch, hunt, and try to stay alive. Dropped. Land of the Living Skies. Mondays at 7.30 on Outdoor Channel. As people who love the outdoors, we know what we stand for. We stand for fish, wildlife, and conserving places they call home. We stand for the traditions we inherited and that we must pass on. We stand for great gear, fair prices, expert service, and memorable experiences. At Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's, we stand together for you. High Mountain Seasonings. Do yourself a flavor with over 200 different items. And look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. Thanks for tuning in to The Revolution with Jim and Trav as we chat spring hunting pursuits. You better not freak out or something. Now joining the boys is Nick Ventura and Tom Petrie, hosts of Become One, Mondays 9 p.m. Eastern on Sportsman Channel. Brought to you by Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's. Standing together for great gear, fair prices, expert service, and memorable experiences. Visit them at cabelas.com and basspro.com. Here are the boys. Hey, this is Revolution. We're talking spring hunting pursuits. And before the break, we had old Nick Munn on. Of course, he's with Real Trees Road Trips. Nikki, the real deal Munn. <laughs> uh, anyways, make sure you watch uh, Mike Waddell's Bone Collector on Outdoor Channel Sundays, uh, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You could also watch it with the My Outdoor TV app. And make sure you check him out on uh, Booger Bottom USA and also Real Tree Road Trips. But right now... Hey, we're being joined by the Nick. Nick Ventura and Tom Petrie. That's right. Nick Ventura and Tom Petrie become one on Sportsman Channel Mondays, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern become one they they have become one oh. uh it's legal in all states now to become one <laughs> uh anyways let, let's talk about spring turkey hunting guys now are you more of the the run and gun style of turkey hunters or do you like to take a, a little more subtle approach yeah i mean we do a little bit of both i think we like the run and gun just because you know that's kind of to me when i think of a turkey that's kind of what it is you know two guys or, or one guy um chasing gobbles moving around now for the filming aspect um sometimes we do use a blind. Um, I know Tom took his little girl off this year and they sat in a blind, obviously for movement, um, easier to film, easier to capture that stuff. But I'd say, um, majority of the time we're running gun. I think that's what turkey hunting is. It's, it's chasing gobbles. So yeah, that's our favorite style. And I don't think that's ever going to change for us. Again, back to the, back to me taking my daughter. I mean, you know, she's six now. She was five last spring and that, that episode's airing, uh, this season. Um, it's called moments. And, uh, Man, it's uh, what what a what a neat moment that was because it was the first successful turkey hunt she had been on, and 
And boy, without a blind, I never could have done it. I don't know if you guys have kids, but a six-year-old uh, <laughs> tends to, to <laughs> you know, but it was priceless. And without the blind hunting, it, it wouldn't happen. I know Nick has a hard time getting the wiggles out. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. I move a lot. <laughs> now, what is you guys' go-to calls? You know, I'm a diaphragm guy. I, I like to have, uh, have control when I feel like I have the most control over a diaphragm when I'm turkey hunting. But, uh, I know Nick is uh, maybe more of a slate guy or, or uh, I mean, maybe both. I don't know. I think I'm more of a diaphragm guy. I just like to be able to not have that movement. Now, if I was a better caller, I may be able to tell you some other, <laughs> some other tricks, but I've always been the best with that. And, and by the best, I don't mean good. I just mean good enough at some time. <laughs> yeah, well, your program is called Become One. And actually, when you call, you're actually becoming one with the animal that you're calling in. Do you find that maybe uh, the, the South... Uh, has a little different, uh, I hate to say this, twang than, say, the uh, the Miriams out west. What do you think? No, a- absolutely. I-, I think you're spot on. Matter of fact, and, and kind of goes along with what you're saying, but not to get off topic, when we first, you know, uh, created the Become One brand and, and back in before season one, we would ask a lot of people because we knew what the meaning behind Become One was for us and what we want the message to be. But we would ask people, hey, what does Become One mean to you? And and I'll, I'll never forget it. Jason Matzinger show into high country. We're good friends with him. And his first response was, you know, as a hunter, that's what you need to do. You need to become one with that animal, become one with that terrain in order to outsmart the majority of them. And boy, you know, turkeys may have a small brain, but they're a very weary bird. And we need to, we need to become one with them both with, you know, vocally and, uh, you know, with our woodsmanship in order to kill one. Yeah, with that beard, Jason Massinger, he has become one with Sasquatch, is what he is. That, <laughs> uh, that is for sure, man. He's, his beard goes all the way to his eyeballs, doesn't it? <laughs> that boy is hairy. All right, make sure you watch uh, Become One on Sportsman Channel, Mondays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, and pick up the first season and episodes uh, with the My Outdoor TV app. Now, are you guys big decoy users when turkey hunting, and what do you prefer, hens? What do you guys use? I think we've usually been um, a Jake and a hen just because we want to get as many birds to come into the decoys as possible. So we're trying not to scare any birds. Um, we're big into cinematography. So anytime we can film turkeys and get them up close, our show is better off. So I wouldn't say that that's always the best way. That's just one way. And probably one of the main reasons is that's because that's the only two decoys that we own at this point. <laughs> so, so generally, those will be the two that you'll find out in front of our setup for the most part. And we've, actually, and we've switched that up, you know, on the fly. you got to read your animals. I mean, we've had certain farms, certain uh, times of the year where, you know, we felt like our spread wasn't working right. We back it off to one hen. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, depends on are you out in a wide open field? you in a little bit of a, a brushy terrain or woods? I mean, you know, obviously that always changes, but I think Nick's spot on. We don't do too much with the full Phantom decoys. They have a very austere a supply program at to become one. That's right. <laughs> now, what's kind of cool, you know, watching you guys and you mentioned the the cinematography and and your show is just amazing. Um, thank you. Thank but you. you guys actually offer classes because so many people, like with Tacticam and everything else, people have really gotten into filming their own hunts. But you guys, I mean, you actually have a class where you teach this to people, correct? Yeah, we we absolutely do, and. um you know, uh, just the quick pitch on that. It's called Film the Hunt. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously you can find it online. We've got online classes. We've got on-site courses. Uh, you know, but we also run these events called Hunt, Learn, Compete events. And one of which, you know, speaking about turkey hunting, again, back to that episode I mentioned called Moments, uh, in addition to my 
self killing a bird with my daughter um, and Nick killing his first Ohio bird, we also take you along uh, one of those hunt, learn, compete events. And it's the hunt, learn, compete event for turkeys was uh, four or five teams we had last spring. Yeah. And uh, super cool. You know, we, we brought them in here. We turkey hunted in the morning. We did class in the afternoon. And, uh, you know, and then we got them back out in the, uh, in, the, in the mornings turkey hunting again. And they were, they were taking what they learned from the classroom and then applying it out in the field. And then we could critique it in the evening. So it really was like that full circle approach to the learning. And uh, they came out of it doing fantastic. Matter of fact, uh, two out of the four teams were successful in wow. not only killing birds, but also getting it on film, which was really, really cool. Yeah. Now, the neat part about uh, what you did last year with your daughter is if you do another one this year and then next year and so forth, you have a history of your that's daughter right. growing up with you. And that's something that you and she can cherish the rest of your lives. Oh, absolutely. So funny you mentioned that. We, uh, I was visiting my, my dad this past weekend. Me and my family were there. And um, we sat down. We were watching some old episodes. And when I say old, we had a a show before become one that had a different title and we were sitting down watching some old episodes and I caught one when Nick and I were leaving for an elk hunt and uh, my daughter came running across the driveway and jumped up in my arms and she could just learn how to talk you know she was that one year old you know and uh, and boy she was trying to say Colorado and big elk and it was the cutest thing we all were like wow where did time go you know what I mean um, so you're absolutely right that was so cool for us as a family to sit back and in just four and a half years, reflect on that, and, and it was super cool. You bet. Hey, we're talking spring hunting pursuits, and of course, we just had Nick Ventura and Tom Petrie, uh, the hosts of Become One on Outdoor Channel. No, uh, actually, Sportsman on Sportsman Channel. Channel uh, Mondays at 9 o'clock Eastern Time. That's right. Now, to learn more about you boys, your upcoming adventures, partners, uh, where we can meet up with you, follow you on social media, where can we find you online? Absolutely. Uh, you know, Facebook and Instagram, you uh Search Become One TV, and uh, and you'll find us. We're very active on social media. At, uh, our website's becomeone.tv. And then on the education side of things, it's filmthehunt.com. Sounds good. Hey, we're talking spring hunting pursuits. And, of course, coming up next is old Cat Daddy with Cat Daddy's Catfishing Adventures. That's right. This has been brought to you by Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's. Standing together for great gear, fair prices, expert service, and memorable experiences. Visit them online at cabelas.com and basspro.com. Again, we are just joined by Mr. Nick Ventura and Tom Petrie, the hosts of Become One on Sportsman Channel, Mondays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, and go back on My Outdoor TV and watch the first season and all the episodes of Become One on My Outdoor TV. Uh, Again, Cat Daddy is coming up next. Boys, Thank you so much for calling in. We greatly appreciate you. God bless you. Thanks for having us. I catch you, gentlemen. The king of the beanhole, the sultan of shad, Cat Daddy from Cat Daddy's Catfishing Adventures will discuss spring catfishing techniques in less than three minutes. Don't go anywhere. Spring hunting pursuits with Cat Daddy. He smells like shad guts. Plus Nick Mud, Nick Ventura, and Tom Petrie. Who the heck are they? Must be real losers if they agreed to come on our show. They suck! The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Hey, if we haven't told you in a while, thanks for listening. I love you, man. Okay, let's not let it get weird. Don't move. The boys will continue next. Looking for your next off-road adventure? The all-new Yamaha Wolverine X2 side-by-side is ready when you are. Offering unmatched off-road capability with ultimate comfort. The Yamaha Wolverine X2 is packed with features to help you turn your dreams of adventure into reality. With Yamaha-proven off-road capability, comfort, and confidence, visit 
visit YamahaOutdoors.com to learn more about the 2019 Yamaha Wolverine X2 and realize your adventure. Always protect the environment and wear your seatbelt, helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Read the owner's manual and product warning labels before operation. Located in the heart of Maui's premier resort, Kanapali Beach Hotel is officially recognized as Hawaii's most Hawaiian hotel and the number one best value in Hawaii. With a range of accommodations and affordable dining options, this is the ideal setting to turn Hawaiian dreams into lifelong memories. Live Hawaiian entertainment every evening, free year-round children's programs, weekly arts and crafts fairs, welcome breakfast, and departure kukui lei ceremonies add to the value. Swim in the whale-shaped pool, indulge in the fabulous spa and hotel salon. Enjoy Hawaiian hospitality at its best at the Ka'anapali Beach Hotel. Call 800-262-8450 or go to kbhmaui.com. That's kbhmaui.com. Aloha. The revolution with Jim and Travis back. Now here's our very own captain of the SS Tuna Tub, Cat Daddy, from Cat Daddy's Catfishing Adventures. I'll never go fishing again. This is in my friend. Brought to you by Ranch Hand, built to take a hit. View Ranch Hand truck accessories online at ranchhand.com. Here's Jim and Trav. Hey, we're back. We're talking spring hunting pursuits on this week's show. Before the break, we had Nick Venture and Tom Petrie on the show. And, of course, they have a program called Become One on Sportsman Channel Monday nights at 9 o'clock. Old Nicky Tom, as I like to call him. Right now, though, being joined by the Kansas Cat Band, that is Cat Daddy from Cat Daddy's Catfish Adventures. If you want to hook into a big old flathead, uh, maybe a blue cat, a spoonbill, and possibly lose a finger and have a great time, you got to go with Cat Daddy. Mr. Cat Daddy, how's it going, buddy? Uh, I'll tell you what, it's still mighty chilly out, man. We're waiting that old Kansas sun to come out here barely down, melt some of that ice and cool it. Well, not cool, but heat that water up a little bit. Yeah, now, could you make catfish chili? Catfish chili, I, I do not believe so. <laughs> that would be interesting. Yes, it that would, would be. be very interesting. Probably wouldn't highly recommend it. Uh, now, <laughs> You know, we've had this, uh, like, terrible cold weather just set in. Started in October. Yeah, it, it is, it's been cold now for 27 months straight. Um, <laughs> but no, you know, we, we talk about that spring thaw and the, the shad thaw. That is really going to be coming on soon. I know you've already had some pretty good luck with it. But with this yeah. influx of cold weather, things have refrozen up. Killed more stuff. Yeah, but it's like seven days, though. It's going to be in the 40s and 50s. We really need to get out there and be catching these uh, frozen shad, right? Oh, absolutely, man. We're going to have another shad thaw just as soon as it happens. We'll probably have a good south wind blowing. You can get up on that bank and just scoop up all them old big old tuna shad and get them guts out of there and cut them up in pieces and cut them heads off. Mmm, well, you have all the good stuff in old channel cats and old blues need. Yeah. Now, now you're talking about the southerly winds. So you're going to be on that north bank. Are you looking for coves? You're looking for shallow water? What are you looking for? Well, any type of, you know, opposite of what the wind's blowing bank, you know, cause that, that's where it's going to blow these old shad up right up around the bank and stack them up right along the ice edge there. And boy, you get your long handled net or some hip high wading boots. Get out there and just, you know, scoop up as many shad as you possibly can. Uh, you know, just gut them out. They're real easy to gut. Just cut up around, around where the uh, center fin is on the gill plate all the way back to the yang hole. Yeah, you guys can figure <laughs> what the yang hole is. I'm sure if you Google it, you can find the yang hole. Uh, now, 
you know, I'm sure it differs from state to state, but how many shad can you have in your possession per person? Well, now, if I'm talking right to you, I'm talking about 300 shad per person. Really? Holy cow. Yeah. That's and like really, that's not a whole lot. Yeah, well, that's like one big Ziploc bag full. Yeah, how many shad? <laughs> yeah, how many shad will you go through in a given week? Oh, uh, you know, if if the shad, if I'm fishing every day, and the shad, oh, I, I say probably two hundred shad. Holy cow! Really? Yeah, oh. may, maybe three hundred. Yeah. Now, just changing the subject for a, a second. When does the spoonbill season open? March 15th through May 15th that, in Miami, Oklahoma. That's what I was wondering because I was actually talking to this guy the other day, uh, and he's excited about the spring thaw because all this influx of water, uh, and it really washes out all these little back eddies, and then those big old spooners get in there. Uh, and oh, then yeah. when the water drops, they can't get out. So he walks the banks, and he finds these deep holes where they can't get out, and he just targets these massive spoonbills. Have you ever had success with that? Oh, yeah, I've had success with that quite a few times. But I tell you what, you don't want to let it get too shallow in them holes because they will find a way to get out. Oh, really? Oh, they will find a way to get out. But, you know, sharp bends, like you're going down there, where I fish on the uh, uh, Osage River, or, or excuse me, the Neosho River that comes out of Topeka, and you'll be cruising down the river old 16, 17 feet deep, and all of a sudden it drops down to a gradual 20-foot depth. Oh, yeah. Now, that that's not a big hole, but it's enough of an indenture around that area right there. Like, they got one place called the Cow Patty Bend that's always been good. I don't know whether it's from all the drainage coming in. Of course, you know, spoonbill are plankton algae eaters. I don't know if they're eating cow patties or what. <laughs> well, it's kind of soft. Good, it's a good place to snag them rascals, you know, that that time. Now, I always look for a- April's a really good time. Sometimes March is, too. It just all depends on the water flow. Now, the thing is, uh, this time of the year, now, we've had a whole lot more snow upstream from where you normally fish for these guys on the uh, Neosho River. Uh, it's going to get rocking and rolling out there, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It ought to be, have a really good influx right here before long. But the water temperature's a little chilly yet, so, you know, I think the 1st of April will, will really be a good time to go all, all the way through the whole month of April. I think we're going to get some really good rains this year, and with all the influx raising the water, oh, yeah, spoonbilling is going to be a good old time. Yeah, now going back to the catfish and the channel cats, would you say once that water climbs out of, you know, let's say above 40 degrees is when it's really going to start picking up? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You hit it right on the nailhead, Trav. You know, as soon as it hits about 40, 45 degrees, the fish are going to go into the, the, the mode for the rest of the year. They'll be doing the things that they do every year, you know, starting to get that belly fat, chowing down on everything. And from then on, man, it's, it's just whatever you throw out goes. All right, Mr. Cat Daddy again, Cat Daddy's Catfishing Adventures. If we want to book a trip with you, because seriously, now is the time to sit down, figure out our schedules, and to make that trip of a lifetime happen with you this summer. Where can we find you online? www.catdaddyguideservices.com Right, and if you'd like to write old Cat Daddy to actually book that trip, or you'd like to send him a photograph of your latest and greatest, uh, send it to catdaddy underscore one 
at msn.com. Yeah, and make sure you follow him on Facebook as well and keep up with the catfishing uh, action and go to jimmytrav.com and literally there is hundreds of uh, interviews with Mr. Cat Daddy plus blogs. Uh, but this has been brought to you by Ranch Hand, built to take a hit. View Ranch Hand truck accessories online at ranchhand.com. Mr. Cat Daddy, you're big pimpin'. We love you, buddy. Hey, we'll see you on the water, boys. The Revolution with Jim and Trav, powered by Tommy Bahama and Jenny Cremale. Don't forget the sponsors! Oh yeah, we're also proud to partner with Sticky Holsters, the brand that fits your lifestyle at StickyHolsters.com. Plus Cinch Jeans, the official clothing brand of The Revolution with Jim and Trav at CinchJeans.com. Also, High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them at HIMTNJerky.com. Stick around. The boys will continue right after these short messages. Attention outdoor adventure enthusiasts. Introducing the world's most off-road capable four-seat side-by-side, the 2019 Yamaha Wolverine X4. It's packed with features to help you turn your dreams of adventure into reality with Yamaha-proven off-road capability, comfort, and confidence. Visit YamahaOutdoors.com to learn more about the 2019 Yamaha Wolverine X4 and realize your adventure. Always protect the environment and wear your seatbelt, helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Read the owner's manual and product warning labels before operation. Deer stopper. Bull bumper, donkey knocker, elk crusher, brush guard, cow pusher. No matter what you call it, make sure it's a ranch hand legend grill guard. The leader for over 30 years in front end protection for trucks and SUVs. Visit ranchhand.com to see which ranch hand grill guards, bumpers, and running steps fit your Ford, Ram, Chevy, GMC, or Toyota. Ranch hand, built in America, built by our hands, built to take a hit. It's the start of a brand new series with the Wiley X Summit Cup. That's what I'm talking about. You can't do anything if you don't execute 100% in this thing. In the boat. Because every fish counts. Ooh. It's going to come down to the end like it usually does. Oh, when this line's in, you better catch them. General Tires Major League Fishing, Saturday at 2 p.m. After the action, go inside the game with Major League Fishing's All Angles, presented by Gene LaRue. Goodbye. Bye-bye. I'm not sure what's about to happen. This concludes the revolution with Jim and Trav this week. Well, then what blazes are we waiting for? Well, you can always drop the boys some feedback at JimandTrav.com. Hey, what a great show this week, big guy. We were talking spring hunting pursuits. Yeah, we're joined by Nick Mudd of Mike Waddell's Bone Collector, Nick Ventura and Tom Petrie of Become One, Cat Daddy with Cat Daddy's Catfishing Adventures. And Mrs. Bunny, you hung around to talk a little of spring hog hunting. You betcha, boys. Yeah, hey, and we want to thank our 518 affiliate stations. Our advertisers and everyone that makes the show possible, like Miss Bunny, Fun Joe, and all the guys here and gals at Outdoor Shows Media. That's it. That is us, <laughs> the revolution. All right, so get outdoors this weekend. Take some kiddos with you. And if it is nearly as cold there as it is here, Stay make inside. sure, yeah, no, <laughs> bundle, bundle, those, bundle those kids up, put some hot chocolate in them, uh, but hammer home firearm safety. Maybe do a little uh, pan fishing. Ice is going to be opening up. Great time to catch bluegills and crappie. Mrs. Bunny, last word. Go to Jim and Trav.com. Leave us your feedback. We love to hear from you. Yeah, and I'll tell you what. Now is, as Trav says, a great time to get outside, and there's a lot of things you can do. If you're in the south, you can go fishing. If you're in the north, chop a hole in the ice. That's right. Chop a hole in the ice, and maybe you'll find a turkey. But no, a lot of turkey <laughs> seasons are opening across the country. It is such a fun time to be an outdoors man or woman. But most importantly, God bless the USA. Thank you. 
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 